talks. What we do speaks louder than what we say. If we don't live it, we might just as well keep our mouths shut. We can, you know, there used to be that old saying, well, do as I say, not as I do. Well, that doesn't cut it. People will only do what we do. They will follow us if we live what we say. So what's our memory verse? Our walk talks louder than our talk talks. This is not just the memory verse for this two months. It's actually our church memory verse. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Colossians 1 and 10. So this is our final lesson for walking the talk. So these past couple of weeks, you've been learning about character, or last week and the week before this month. Commitment. C, the first C of character, you learned about commitment. Then we learned about honesty. A, accountability. R, respect. And A, our attitude. Uh, Quite honestly, that A1 can really hang us up because that's the hidden things of our heart. Our walk talks louder than our talk talks. So, I'm going to pick up where Pastor left off, and we'll go on, not to perfection, but to the letter C. Courage. Courage is defined as the ability to do something that you know is difficult or dangerous. Courage comes in two forms, physical and moral. Physical courage is bravery in the face of physical pain, hardship, death, or threat. Moral courage is doing the right thing even in the face of popular opposition, shame, scandal, discouragement, or personal loss. Moral courage is the courage to take action for moral reasons, despite the risk of adverse consequences to personal gain or possible loss. A lot of people have physical courage. You know, they'll take on the lion. They'll take on and punch somebody's lights out. But moral courage, that's a whole nother topic. Doing the right thing, standing for the cause. That's what we're talking about. That's the kind of courage that God looks for. Moral courage. That's the kind of courage that a Christian needs to have. Moral courage. Doing the right thing for moral reasons. True courage is following your conscience instead of following the crowd. A good rule of thumb is if it's a popular decision, it probably doesn't take any courage to go along with it. And it may not be the right thing to be doing, especially in today's world. 
It takes moral courage to go against the popular decision. It takes moral courage to stand up and say, that's not the right thing to be doing. It takes moral courage to stand up and say, I can't go along with that. That's not right. Moral courage is refusing to take part in anything that's disrespectful or hurtful. It's not listening to that halfway shaded joke. It's not listening to that gossip. It's not listening to that scandal. It's not telling that little bit of a tainted truth. A partial lie is a full lie. It's not leaving out the little detail to make yourself look good. We'll get into that a little bit more later. It's refusing to take part in anything that's disrespectful or hurtful. It's sacrificing personal gain for the benefit of others. It's giving up the big piece of the pie so someone else can have it. It's not always having to have the biggest and the best for myself. Moral courage. It's preferring my brother. It's taking the seat at the end of the table, not always having to sit at the front. It's not having to be the first one in line. It's taking complete responsibility for your actions and mistakes. It's admitting your wrongdoing and taking ownership for your actions and not blaming others. Oops, I messed up. Oops, I forgot. I am so sorry. Oops. Oh, wow. I did that. Oh, that was me. I am the one that did that. Don't have to go too far to read an example where this one falls. Just start in Genesis and look where we go. Adam and Eve. There goes that woman again. We talked about that in leadership this morning. But then Adam wasn't too far behind. It was that woman you gave me. So he did double blame. First it was the woman and then it was God. Double whammy. But how often have we been guilty of that? Well, you require too much of me. You expect too much of me. God's rules are too hard. taking responsibility moral courage takes responsibility for the for your actions and for the mistakes that are made i messed up forgive me jesus i'm sorry sister sue i messed up 
Please forgive me. And then going forward from there. You can't move on from a mistake if you never own up to it. I never take my car in to get the dent fixed if I never admit it has a dent. Right? Moral courage is following the rules and insisting that others do the same. Rules are rules. What's the speed limit? What's the speed limit now on on Losey Boulevard? Why is it that we all think that it's 30? When it was 30, we thought it was 35. What's the speed limit on I-90? Why do we think that it's 75? We can do 76 and get away with it. I heard the other day. I used to think that you could do four over and get away with it. Guilty. I mean, I'm so guilty, I even set my cruise control. I admit it. But not anymore. The rules are the rules. Because you know what? If I do that, God says, fine, drive on your own. What time is church prayer? Ooh, don't go there, Sister Parker. Who's supposed to be at church prayer? Your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Oh, we want revival, God. Your walk talks louder than your talk talks. It's following the rules and insisting that others do the same. Who cleans the church? Who mows the lawn? Who shovels the sidewalk? Who uses the toilets that get cleaned? Your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Never in my life have I seen such blatant disregard for rules. Never. Never. We just fling God's rules in his face. We have total disregard for the rules that are placed in in the church. I'm not talking about the people out there. I'm talking about us, Christians, born-again Christians. And then we say, God, bless me. Our walk talks louder than our talk talks. God, keep me safe. And then I set my cruise control at 75. I'm 
My walk talks louder than my talk talks. Moral courage is doing what you know is right regardless of the risks and potential consequences. In 2 Samuel 12, verses 1 to 7, we read the story that the Lord sent Nathan, the prophet, to David. David had committed adultery. I'm not going to read the whole story, but he had committed adultery. He was the king, and he had committed adultery with Bathsheba. And now it was time for him to be called on his sin. Can you imagine being the one to go before the king and say, you are the man. You're the one. Ah, it's not a popular place to be. To be the one that say, you are the one that's setting your speedometer, your your. At 75, you are setting your cruise control at 75, lady. You're, it's not the popular one. Can you imagine being the one that had to go to the White House a few years back and say, you are the man? I don't think you'd have been in the White House too long. I mean, that's an that's a easy parallel. But Nathan did it. The results could have been anything but what they were. David could have had him thrown in prison. He could have had him beheaded. He could have had anything done to him. But Nathan gave no thought to his own life. He did what God said in the face of risk and any potential consequences. He had the moral courage to do what God told him to do. And look at the results. David repented of his sin. But it didn't matter. Nathan didn't know what David was going to do, or at least it's not recorded in the Bible that Nathan knew. So moral courage... Moral courage is doing the right thing all the time, regardless, regardless of what might happen. We don't give any thought to what the consequences might be. We tell the truth, we act upon the truth, and we do what's right, regardless of what people will think of us, regardless of how much people will like us, regardless, regardless, regardless. There will come a time in this country where our moral courage will be tested. Our moral courage is tested right within the walls of this church. And if your moral courage is not, you may want to check. If you have not been tested For your moral courage, you may want to check how much moral courage you're showing. Because people don't like the show of courage. Moral courage stands. 
on the truth. And our walk talks louder than our talk talks. Okay, we'll move right along to trust. Maybe that will be a friendlier conversation. Moral courage. Moral courage, though, gives us a foundation because it's built on truth. Moral courage is truth. You know the only people that are afraid of the hidden state patrolman out on I-90 are the people that are speeding. You know the only people that complain about speed traps are the people that are speeding. You know the only people that cancel their cruise control are those of us that are silly enough to have it set at 76. When I'm established in truth at 70, I can just ease on past them. It doesn't matter if they're doing 60. If I'm standing in truth, I don't have to worry. Truth always defends truth. If I'm standing and established in truth, Jesus will defend me. The only time I have to worry is if I compromise my moral and don't have the courage to stand on my morals, on his established morals in my life. Okay, we'll move on to trust. I told you we would. Trust is the firm belief in the reliability truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Trustworthy people keep their promises and their commitments. If they say they'll do something, they remember it and they do it. They say what they mean and they mean what they say. Their word is their bond. I remember. Well, no, I don't remember. I remember my grandpa talking that he used to be able to go in and get a loan with a handshake. Now you have to sign away your firstborn. Well, they don't want them. But anyway, uh, but I mean, your word is not your bond anymore. Why? I'll meet you at noon, Sister Linda. Sister Linda's sitting there at noon. She's sitting there at noon 30. She's sitting there at noon 45. Well, she did it to me again. My word has to be my bond. When she walks in at noon, I need to be there. Because I got there at 10 till noon. Because my word is my bond. My word is my bond. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. You know why our kids are so messed up? Because we don't say what we mean. If you do that again, I'm going to. If you do that again, I'm going to. I told you. Well, then do it. If you do that again, you're never going to. Yes, they are. If you do that again, you're grounded for the rest of your life. No, they're not because you can't stand being around them. So you will let them out again. Don't lie to them because you don't mean it. 
If you do that again, you can go to the playground for the rest of your life because I don't want to see your face again. That's what you should tell them because that's the truth. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Okay. Trustworthy people operate in the open. They're not deceitful. They don't have hidden agendas, and they don't go behind people's back. I don't like it. Deceit is horrible. It's not of God. The Bible says that Jesus, they found no deceit in him. To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, on earth I long to be like him. Don't have deceit in your heart because he had no deceit in him. Trustworthy people admit their mistakes. We already talked about that. 